We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The NBA is back. Where else can you get this type of drama? Where else does history hang from the Raptors? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rival. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Curry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history? Still in the making. Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Crossing route, Gurley makes the catch 20. First down, he hurdles. Far side of the field, stays on his feet. Inside the 10, Todd Gurley making his case for MVP. Wait, he throws back shoulder. Higby reaches out and makes an incredible catch for a first down. Off his back foot, he throws to the end zone. Cooper Cup leaping to make the catch. Out of bounds, he has it for six. He's got a knee-high snap, looking left. Now over the middle, he pump fakes. He rolls to his right with Connor Barwin pursuing. He knocks him down. The ball is thrown up in the air and batted away. Incomplete. The Rams' defense clinches it. Goff will come on the field for victory formation. The Rams' sideline across the field from us erupts in celebration. And so the playoffs are coming back to L.A. This January at the Coliseum. We, not me, versus the NFC. And for the first time since 2003, the Rams are NFC West champions. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is managing editor Derek C. Apollo with the man, the myth, the legend, Norm Hightower, with an emergency. I don't know if it's an emergency, but a breaking news podcast. Uh, not our normal plan for a night. Our plan was to put out an interview but we're going to go ahead and stick with it and talk a little bit of front office work with Aaron Donald and Todd Gurley. Norm, how you feeling today? Well, I'm feeling pretty good. I just, uh, <laughs> I got to eat crow a little bit. You know, we on our last podcast, we talked about the fact that, uh, 
we thought Todd Gurley was going to be the next contract victim. And the very next day, what happens? He signs an extension. So, you know, we're not always right. We're always speculating. Uh, we're not in the minds of the front office. And, you know, it is what it is. We were wrong. So let's see where it goes. Let's, let's see where it goes from here now with Aaron Donald. Yeah, I was happy to go on Twitter and say, I'm, I'm so glad we are wrong. I, I went on there and said that. Of course, then I threw under a bus because somebody said the whole XFL thing. They were laughing at us. I said, don't blame me. That was a Norm thing. Norm was talking about the XFL. I thought it was crazy. You, you'll you see that's going to be more in the in play than you think. Uh, I, you got 60 years of, of history that says the only league that's ever really – ever compete with the NFL on a grander scale has been the AFL. Even yeah. the USFL bombed out in three I'm years. Not, I'm not going to say it's going to last forever. I'm just saying for a couple of years, it could really mess with the uh, NFL. Uh, it's a, it's a, that's a long road up. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That'll be a podcast for next offseason, I guess. Yeah, well, okay. it'll be 2020 when I can say I told you so. Well, I'll be saying <laughs> you were wrong, man. You were wrong. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Folks, Please hook us up on iTunes. We got a wonderful, wonderful review here today, making up for the, the horrible one I got. But five star review, thank you very much. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Play, Android Player FM. Don't forget that we're on iebeatradio.com. They air our show, shows on Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Folks, again, can't encourage you enough. Subscribe and on iTunes, please leave that review. Those two things really help us out. We're not here begging for money. We're just begging that you share your opinion about us. Hopefully, it's a good opinion. And if it's not a good opinion, let us know why or why not. Let us know what you need to work on. It really – this means a lot. We do this show for you. We do this show because we care about this team. We're journalists who'd love to cover this team. But we always want to make it better. It's always our plan. We want to make it better. Okay. So this is a big week, Norm. There's a lot going on in the front office. And here to help us sort it out is Southern California News Group's Vinny Bonsignore – You'll find him in the, in the pages of the Orange County Register and, of course, out there on the Los Angeles Daily News. Before we go there, I want to go ahead and knock out our sponsors first. It's in this emergency broadcast, we're going to kind of keep these ads a little a little closer here just so we can get through it and, and go about our merry way. We do want to thank Jim Hawk. Jim Hawk wrote the book Hall of His Teen, Grit Glamour of the 1950s Los Angeles Rams. This book tells the story of the 1950s L.A. Rams through the lens of Jim's dad, John. Okay, he was an offensive lineman from 1953 to 1957. Folks, this story is personal. It talks about his dad, the team he played for, the Hall of Famers he played with, like Norman Van Brocklin, Elroy Crazy Lakes Hirsch. It's a really cool story, okay? You can find his book online at Hollywood's team. Also, um, a Hollywood's team on Twitter as well, okay? Oh, I can't forget this, Norm, even though you're a bum and didn't read the book. You can find the book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and other outlets as well. Second, we want to thank Sal Martinez of the Golden Ram Barbershop. Sal did an amazing job on our hair. He does an amazing job in everything he pretty much does, okay? But one of the coolest things about what he does is that he makes things happen with the Rams. Everything is Rams. Go to his store at 13755 Golden West Street in Westminster, California, 92683. He opened this barbershop as a shrine to the Rams on the day the team left for St. Louis, and he kept the light on ever since. Okay, He's by appointment only at 714894 Rams. Again, 714894 Rams. 
or 7267, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 7 to 4. Promo code, very important, promo code Rams Talk. Finally, our last sponsor, Jayhawk Pool Plastering Remodeling at 4780 East Wesley Avenue in Anaheim, California. Jayhawk Pool Plastering Remodeling serves Orange County in the South End and they're run by Jayhawk, the eldest son of former Ram John Hawk. He built this business on a mantra of fantastic results and amazing customer service. Folks, if you're looking to get pool work done, if you're looking to get put in a new pool, if you're looking just to resurface it, he's the, he's the person to call. 714-695-0700. Again, that's 714-695-0700. You can email them also at info at jayhawkpools.com. Folks, for all of our sponsors, for Jim Hawk, for Jayhawk, for Sal Martinez, these are members of our Ramily. If you can support them, please do it. They, they, they support us. They've been great sponsors for us. Nobody has supported us more than Sal Martinez and Jim Hawk and Jay Hawk. And we're very thankful for that. If you do want to sponsor us for 2018, email us at Ramstalk1945. You can leave us a voicemail at 657-666-5453. And we do have a media kit ready to get out to you. It's all there, all the numbers. It's a, it's a really cheap way, folks, to get advertising with us. Okay, now that that's all out of the way. That was that. Did I do okay there, Norm? Did I? Did I yeah, you did, did okay. Gr- you did great, marbles. Marbles. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> Trying to do that fast. Yeah. Um, That's your new nickname so, now. We're just going to call you marbles. You call me now. marbles. Yep. Man, you're you're horrible for a person, self-esteem. <laughs> so I was able to catch up with Vinny Bonsignore earlier today. Vinny um, Bonsignore. I, I always I can never get his name right. Poor guy. Excellent writer. He brought up a really couple a couple of great points in his article about yesterday's article yesterday about Aaron Donald. You also talked about the process with Todd Gurley. Check out our phone call. Here you go. All right, folks, we're here with Vinny Bonsignor from the Orange County News Group. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Well, we're excited. We're hearing all kinds of things. We're reading articles by a certain Vinny here about Aaron Donald, wondering what's going on. Uh, listen to your podcast this morning with, with Ryan and, and kind of have a few questions for you as to what is really going on with the Rams. This The extension with Todd really hit us by surprise. As a matter of fact, we just mm-hmm. did a podcast episode two days ago, and one of the questions a listener asked us was, hey, um, what's the next big contract she'd drop? And we both said Todd Gurley, and we thought it was going to be a major concern down the line. And all of a sudden, the very next day, it's a extension, four years, you know, extension onto that for 60 mil, 45 guaranteed. Where is this coming from? Um, how this happened? And what on earth is going on with Aaron Donald in the meantime? Well, I think, um, you know, first things first, I think, uh, you know, for the Rams, Todd Gurley is obviously, you know, in their eyes earned a, uh, a significant pay raise and extension. Um, they also wanted to, you know, you, there, we all know that there's some big time running backs that are going to be getting new contracts here pretty soon, starting with Le'Veon Bell. At some point next year, he's going to have a new contract. And, you know, while, I don't think anyone thinks that he's going to get $16 million a year. All it takes is one team to be crazy and, and, and do that. And we've seen it happen before. And I think so from the Rams perspective, I think they're, they're taking um, a calculated risk that they're going to mitigate any concerns of that. For instance, let's say they didn't resign uh, Todd Gurley right now and they waited. And lo and behold, 
um, Le'Veon Bell or Ezekiel Elliott or just name your your top young running back that's that's going to be getting a a new contract here pretty soon comes up with some absurd amount or amount that um, you know they weren't expecting. Now all of a sudden Todd Gurley's agent's knocking on the door and says, "Okay, there's our starting point for for a new mm-hmm. contract talk." Um, so they wanted to to you know make sure they weren't in that kind of position. They also want to um, you know be able to when Jared Goff's contract comes up, be able to comfortably be able to just deal with that and not have to worry about a Todd Gurley or, you know, a Brandon Cooks uh, and hopefully for their, for their purposes, Aaron Donald at that point as well, so that, you know, they can, they can, they're not making really hard decisions between one player or another. They already have Todd Gurley under contract. Brandon Cooks is under contract. Presumably Aaron Donald will be as well. And so it'll be easier at that point to deal with, to deal with Jared Goff. So, you know, the timing was right. I know Todd was, was interested in getting something done, obviously, and as were, were the Rams. Uh, did they overpay him? You know, maybe initially it looks like that, but in the future it could look like, um, you know, they, they, they got a, a relative bargain out of it. We'll have to wait and see. But regardless of it, they feel he's worth that money and, um, they were willing to pay it. With him getting the extension, it, it turns to Aaron Donald, and I, I'm not gonna—I don't pay any mind to the folks who freak out on Twitter or social media, whatever. You know, why are they prioritizing Gurley and Cooks over Donald? I don't see it that way. I think it's nuts to see things that way. But what is the deal with Donald? I, I read your article. You mentioned there that, hey, why why isn't he signing? Like you're put, you're starting to put it more on Donald than the Rams. We've been hearing rumors he's wanting big money. What's what are you hearing? Well, I, I you know, I, I had a general manager tell me that um what he's hearing is that um Donald and his camp might be looking for or is or are looking for, you know, not just um you know, landmark money for a defensive player, which I think the Rams it's safe to presume and you can read between the lines on all that have made that very clear to Aaron Donald that they're willing to pay him as the highest paid defensive player all, of all time, um, cross over that $20 million, uh, a year threshold that's been exclusive to just quarterbacks up until now, um, and, and you know, just a record-breaking contract. Um, but if the if the agent, as some are, are starting to speculate or hear, um, is looking for elite quarterback-type money, that changes things because, you know, it would be fiscally irresponsible under, you know, when you're talking about the salary cap for the Rams to, to concede to that. Uh, they have an elite quarterback on their roster who's going to be paid like one here pretty soon. Um, to throw things out of whack to pay a defensive tackle as good as Aaron Donald is, and he probably deserves that kind of money in a perfect world where there is no salary cap, he absolutely would. But because of the world, you know, in which NFL teams are operating, they have to pay attention to that salary cap. And the Rams in particular, when you talk about the young players that they have and the foundation pieces that they want to keep in place, fitting all of those players under the salary cap um, is, is paramount. They want to accommodate everybody. And for that to happen, you can't just go way out of whack and pay somebody um, a non-quarterback, quarterback-type money. And if that's what Aaron Donald is looking for, 
uh, we might be in for a long wait before he's under contract on a long-term basis with the Rams. And if, if that is the case, then, you know, he's probably had to play out this year. Uh, the Rams would franchise tag him in the two years following that. Uh, and then he could go out on the open market and see if somebody wants to pay him, uh, that kind of, kind of money. Um, if that's what they're, they're asking for. And you have to start wondering, like you said earlier and what I alluded to in the, in the column, what is the holdup? You know, they've shown that they're willing to pay young players top dollars. They are willing to pay Aaron Donald top dollar for his position. Um, so there has to be some reason for the holdout, and you're starting to hear more and more about what they might be asking for. And if it's quarterback type money, that's that's a dicey situation. Now, are you starting to hear that there are teams willing to pay a player like Donald that kind of money? Not really, no. I, I think that the, the, the people in the league that I've talked to um, – no, that would you know. I've heard things. The Rams would be even going back as far as last year. Um, you know, the Rams would be crazy to to do that, to do this, to you know. So there's there's a a thought process in the NFL. Obviously, anytime you know, if the Rams were to do that, that changes things for other teams because now all of a sudden they have players. I mean, there aren't that many Aaron Donalds in the world, but anytime you go that far over um, a market uh, for, for a certain, certain position, that affects everybody because eventually somebody's going to come along that's either just as good or better that wants to get paid accordingly. Um, so there's interest throughout the league, you know, to make sure that everyone not so, so much toes the line, but does it responsibly. And um, so, so no, I don't, I don't get the sense that anyone would, would be willing to pay Aaron Donald quarterback type money, especially when you start thinking of, well, when will he hit the open market in which to to really actively seek that um, among 32 teams? And, you know, you'd have to start doing the math on how old he'll be in three years or actually, yeah, three years. Um, are teams going to be willing to go that far for that much for that long uh, to a player that would be approaching, what, 29, 30 years old? So our running theory for him has been the way his size is built, the way he is put together, he's not really built for that long-term haul. He's, he's, he's built around speed, power and speed. And once you hit that 30-year-old mark, that speed does start to diminish some for someone his size. I And that's been our theory is, you know, you probably want to sign him sooner rather than later if you're going to pay him big money. So I don't yeah, – right. I don't see how that even functions. Now, if you are, I mean, is the league circles thinking, well, Ndamukong Sue was paid $20 million ish for Miami, and that hurt Miami's salary cap in many ways. And every time we get somebody paid on out, that outlier, that top marker, it seems to hurt teams. Are, is that what's on, the, you know, on their mind right now in terms of trying to figure out how to fit this in? For, for from the Rams' perspective, I mean, I I, I think that you know, um, again, it's safe to presume that what they're offering um, would enable Aaron Donald to walk proudly away, saying, "I just set a new mark for you know for my position for defensive players. I'm the first one to do this. I'm the first one to the to do that." So, um, I think what the Rams are prepared to pay him is not shabby, and it's not something that he would have to. 
begrudgingly or should want to begrudgingly um you know, sign relative to his position and what's happened before him and, and, and where we are, you know, with the, uh, um, with how much revenue is being shared and split up amongst 32 teams and how that constructs your salary cap. So, um, the concern from, from the Rams perspective, the sense that I get is it's not that part of it. It's, well, going way over that, you know, uh, to, to, to accommodate him. Um, and, and again, there's fiscal responsibility that's needed in these situations. And, and I don't think that, um, the Rams will or should concede if it's tr- if it is accurate that he's looking for, you know, monumental money that, um, you know, completely, uh, you know, tops what, what came before him and starts getting to quarterback territory. Okay. Last question. I know you're a busy man. You're you're mentioning the girly contract, the soon-to-be golf contract, and the way the Rams are moving right now. It seems like they are kind of going according to a plan to where they're setting the the foundation for a salary cap for the next four or five years. Is that what you're seeing here? Because I know golf has to be next besides Donald. In terms of saying the standard and, and, and Marcus Peters, um, yeah, I think that there's a um, you know you know obviously he's going to be not on an audition this year, but you know he can he can really solidify his his standing as a foundation piece with the Rams, you know, with with a good year this year, and that's certainly their their hope. Um, so uh, yes, they are. You know, what one of the things that I think uh, behind the scenes they're really ecstatic about is. Being able to get, you, know, you look offensively and they have, you know, all their wide receivers under contract for the next three years. Todd Gurley, um, you know, at least the next three years. Todd Gurley, you know, presumably through 2023 season, you know, you, you can, you're, you're comfortably telling your head coach, look, this is what you have to work mm-hmm. with for the foreseeable future. That's a pretty good thing if you're, if you're a head coach. And oh, by the way, we're setting ourselves up in good position to be also, to also be able to take care of our, our quarterback. So they are doing it, I think, you know, astutely and prudently. Um, and I think that that's, you know, how they're approaching the Aaron Donald situation. And I have to believe that at some point, you know, at some point, you know, all of this is monopoly money to begin with, you know, for, for a lot of people, including, I'm sure, Aaron Donald. And, you know, at some point, I, you would have to think that he realizes, man, that's $70-something million sitting there at the, in the middle of the table in a record-breaking contract. Uh, you know, I can – it's it's money that's going to set me up in my, in my you know, future uh, Donalds that come along, uh, family that comes along for a couple of generations. Um, it's probably time to kind of – Come down on what you know what I'm what I'm asking for, especially considering I still have a year left under my contract. They have me under control for two more years after that. Um, time to be a little bit more reasonable and maybe sign that contract. I you know maybe I'm a bit of an optimist. Um, I, I, I do expect that to happen, uh, but until it does, we remain um, you know in this in this standstill. Sometimes I really wonder what these guys are thinking. I mean, they mentioned monopoly money. How much of this, to me, is a sport where you're trying to win championships versus getting paid? Because sometimes you can't go out there and do both. And I think right now with the Rams, they have this opportunity to, to act, go win a title here in the next couple of years. It just blows my mind. This is a, a normal, average human being that you'd be willing to risk losing depth on your team 
to go that much further for a bigger piece of the pie. Well, you know, and also never, never discount the role of an agent. You know, um, you, you know, they've got, you know, agents have their own careers to think about, and they have to think about the future clients that are looking at them and saying, well, you know, what have you done? And it's a feather in somebody's cap to be able to say, you know, I got a defensive tackle, quarterback type money. I seized that opportunity sure. and, and held firm and demanded it and gotten it, got got it. So, you know, I, I get it from from that perspective. But there's you have to be reasonable about it as well. And and no one that I talked to uh, in, in the NFL um, on any level thinks it's a good idea to pay a defensive tackle, quarterback, quarterback type money. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Benny. You're always, we're always glad to have you have visit and share your insight. And, and uh, folks, uh, follow him on Twitter, Daily News Vinny. Am I right? right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was away from my computer for a moment. So at Daily News Vinny, also read him. He appears on the LA Daily, LA Daily News or Time Register. He's a great writer. Thank you so much, Vinny. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, take care. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so Norm, here's a couple key takeaways. Again, thanks, Vinny, for coming on. I I love having him on the show because he always brings a different perspective. I can't – not a nicer guy out there, really. Puts up with a lot of crap on social media, so thank you, Vinny. Norm, a couple takeaways I got was, A, the Rams are playing this out real well. They're, they're trying to, to lock people up and make Jared Goff comfortable knowing that he's going to have Gurley and – Cooks there for the next three years. I hope that all the main core weapons of the offensive uh, offensive unit are are locked down. Okay, and the second thing I noticed, and what he's saying is, is his opinion is starting to shift on Aaron Donald, and that's amidst the reports of, well, that the Rams are actually willing to pay him the money that is warranted for the best offensive line in the league, and now it's looking like he wants quarterback money. So I guess with all those thoughts in mind in everything that is riding on this season and next season for the Rams, where do you see this going? Yeah, it's, it's hard to say, you know, I really want to see Aaron Donald under contract, but I also don't think he deserves quarterback money. And, you know, is there a team out there that's willing to pay him quarterback money? I, I guess that's what you'll have to look at. He He's definitely a diff- difference maker on the defense, but, I just I can't see paying that you know twenty plus million a year for him. I just can't. You know you got other guys. I mean, what's uh, I don't have it in front of me, but you know what's some of the other guys making out there that are you know top five, top top six in the league? Are they making twenty plus million a year? Well, remember Sue was making twenty a year on the defensive line. And I think the next closest contract was, what, wasn't it 17 or 18? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean. I, off the top of my head, I should have pulled it up. But if the idea is you want to be the highest paid defensive lineman, I think he's he should be. And I don't blame him for going for more money. No, I, I don't. And, and don't, uh, like I said, everybody's going to freak out when they hear me say that. But, you know, 20 million, okay. But quarterback money, I mean, there's some quarterbacks out there that are getting some crazy, like Kirk Cousins and stuff like that. You know, it, does he make that much difference on our team? I, I, I want to say yes, but then there's a part of me that says, 
we could get three or four players for that kind of money that maybe could help and and do okay. The the counter argument though is will those four players even combined have the same impact that Aaron Donald can have in a game? Probably not. But you know, he's he's been fortunate. He hasn't really been injured and things like that. But you pay him that kind of money and then he gets injured. Then what? Then he's not worth anything. But you can make that same argument for Todd Gurley though. Todd Gurley just got paid fifteen million per year, right? Yeah. On his extension, and a large portion of that is well, it's guaranteed. Right, and I understand that. It's this is a tough deal. This is why it's taken so long, and you know. I, there's no real right answer for it unless Aaron Donald says yes to a contract. So whatever that's going to be, it's hard to say. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think he should be one of the highest played defensive players in the league, but I don't think he should be the highest paid player in the league. And, you know, you got, you got to be a teammate too. And taking a huge chunk of money out of the team isn't going to necessarily help us because we have other areas that we have to take care of too. So it's, it's really, it's really a tough balancing act. And, you know, yes, I'd love to see Aaron Donald in a Rams uniform for the next five to 10 years. Sure. I'd love it. Uh, do I want to, you know, mortgage the farm? No, I, I agree that he needs to get paid a good amount of money. If Todd Gurley got 15, I'd say Todd Gurley's as important to our offense as, as he is to our defense. So somewhere between 15 and 20 million a year, probably closer to 20, I'd be okay with. But you start getting into 25, you know, things like that, that's kind of crazy. Well, if the Rams are trying to make him the highest paid defensive lineman in, in league history, they got to pay him about 21. And I'm cool with that. 21, that's where you need yeah. to be. And that's what the what we're hearing is the contract is, I believe, for the ones that proposed reportedly is, I think, 21 per year. He's also reportedly looking for a contract of 25 per year. I just for four years, I don't see how you can justify that. You're, you're going to kill your salary cap. Yeah. And the, the best example of that even is the Dominican Sue's 20 million dollar contract down in Miami that killed Miami's salary cap. Yep. So I mean, I'm really surprised. I'm surprised to see the Rams go get Todd Gurley at this extension at the at the paid rate that they did for, and and I'm also surprised at the reported number that Donald's looking for. Now I I heard the extension. I saw you know how many years and how much money, but how much of it's guaranteed for for Gurley? Forty five mil. And is it the first? I mean, is it set up or is it backloaded? How is it set up? It's well, he he's it's just like Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, he finishes his, his contract this year, and then his extension kicks on. For Gurley, he finishes out his contract, I think, in two years, and then his extension kicks on. So it basically, it's backloaded. So everything off from two years now is, is guaranteed. But since it's signed, he signed the contract today. It's guaranteed. Right. So. Yeah, it's a big risk. It's a huge risk for the Rams to do this. Well, and you're you know you're paying those guys that kind of money, and right now we have a quarterback that isn't costing us a whole lot, but that's going to change too. And you know how do you put him on a big contract? How do you put Donald on a big contract? You got Cooks on a big contract, Gurley on a big contract. Uh, how are you going to pay everybody else? And what are you going to do? Sign a bunch of scrubs to play? I mean, you you still have 
uh, you know, keep to lead. This may be his last year, or he may be, you know, a couple years. But uh, you know, you've got Lamarcus Joyner, Peters, all those guys that you're going to have to figure out too. And some of those guys are going to not be with the Rams next year if they if they sign Donald to you know, a $25 million contract. I don't see how they could do that. Well, and that, but that's what I was thinking they were doing though. We, we were talking about this when it comes to Brandon cooks. Now to me, it seems very clear. You're getting these extensions signed now. So you can actually set the cornerstone of what your salary cat's supposed to look like. So now they know this money's going for him. This money's going for him. This money's going for him all the way down three, four years from now. So now they know the basic foundations of the franchise for the next three, four years. That's, actually longer than that like four or five years yeah and I'm, I'm okay with that and I think that's smart but you you sit there and you pay Donald 25 million a year and, you know what's that going to do for the rest of the team with these new contracts that they've extended what, what how much cap are they going to have left and, and that's that's the concern for me that's really the question and how much the I mean are the Rams thinking with the building of the new stadium and so on and so forth revenues then go up from TV and media even more than it already is are they banking on new television contracts where are they banking on to think they can raise the cap I don't think the Rams go out there and pay this kind of money and guarantee it now if they're not confident they're going to have room in the salary cap two years from now yeah well and <laughs> You know, I mean, speculation on my part could be, do they not sign Donald? Do they let him go? Are we better off without him? Those are those are the things that start coming into mind when it takes, you know, there was all the last year and then now this year where we still don't have him under contract. You know, are they thinking that he's not that much of a difference maker on our team? I mean, I, I would think that he is, but... Uh, it, this is tough. I'd like to just see this get over with. <laughs> and they could I mean they have him under control for three more years. They could technically play him. You know, he's got he's got to play at some point. Yeah, and they could tag, okay. and they could tag him the next two years after. They that. can tag him. Okay, and if they at that point decide, okay, we cannot. He's not going to resign with us. He wants too much. They can trade him. And you, normally people won't trade for franchise players, but he's worth the franchise price. Somebody out there is going to pay him the money he wants to a degree. I don't think anybody's going 25 mil, though. Not unless he can throw the football and call the offensive plays, too. <laughs> well, I mean, I, then again, I didn't think that the Vikings were going to pay the money they paid to Kirk Cousins and guarantee all of it. I would, so. lo- I would love to see the NFL raise the cap a whole bunch, and then a lot of this worry would go away. But then the players are just going to want more money. So, again, it's that balancing act we talked about before. To me, you could – the owners want their profit. They want their profit ratio. The players want their chunk. I think there could be some compromise there where you bring the cap up more on the idea that, hey, guys, don't – We'll, we'll bend that we'll bring the cap up more but don't expect the blowout here you know we and it's to me it comes down to econ 101 supply and demand opportunity cost cost benefit analysis what are you willing to give up to get what you need and in the end what will it come down to i don't know it's like it's almost like looking at the golden state warriors you know they have all that talent on their team and they're winning all these championships. And 
at some point, how how are they going to keep you know being able to pay all those players? And the Rams are in that position where you know they're in L.A. now, which is great. Glad to have them back. And they're in the limelight. I mean, it used to be that you used to turn on the TV and hear nothing but negative stuff about the Rams. And now, you know, you're hearing them talk about, well, if they had to pick a team that would go undefeated, they'd pick the Rams and things like that. It's it's definitely changed. The market's changed. The, all, you know, the new stadium, all those things that you're talking about are really different. And, you know, a star-studded team like we have right now, uh, I mean... And, and I, again, I'm not being pessimistic, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but you got Sue in the middle. If Donald's not there, Sue is a pretty good replacement for him. Pretty good. Not this. Not the same, but pretty But good. Sue's only there right now for one year. I know, but, I mean, there's all these things that you can think about, and, it, and it's really tough. I mean, I sit here, and I try to crunch the numbers, and... You know, I thought for sure Todd Gurley was going to be a problem, and next thing you know, he's under contract. So everything I'm saying could be a bunch of bullcrap, but it's it's hard to figure all this stuff out, and I and I can see why the Rams are having trouble getting it done. Well, in fairness, no one saw Todd Gurley coming. Nobody saw that extension coming. Now, no, it, that's been the entire Rams offseason. The Rams are doing stuff nobody sees coming until it actually happens. And good on them for making for keeping quiet and keeping things. You know, they're freaking ninjas right now. Yeah, well, it's the same thing with Cooks. I mean, we we thought that they would re-sign him, but we didn't expect it to happen when it happened. Sure. And, you know, I again, don't get me wrong, folks. I want Aaron Donald on our team. I want him under contract. I want, you know, the team to be able to afford to pay other players, too. And, and I hope that all happens. I just don't have no idea how they're going to do it. I do want to make one point, okay, as we close up shop tonight. The salary cap to me, this is, this is hot take moment, guys. Disagree with me, laugh at me all you want. It's okay. We're allowed to have a little bit of playful banner on Twitter. I, I want to be honest with this. I want to say that the salary cap's garbage. I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm full free market trade guy, okay? When you're, if a team owner wants to pay, you know, his players $200 million, let him. Let him. And if it, if it, you know, if a team wants to be cheap, let him. It, sooner or later, you're going to find out who the good owners in the league and who the bad owners are. And the, the owners who don't pay, you know, their teams are going to suck. They do they do this for competitive balance, but in a lot of ways, to me, why why shouldn't the team be able to keep their, their talent? They they drafted the guy. If he wants to stay there, let him stay. Why shouldn't a, a team be able to excel and be willing to invest in, you know, their product? The so. I have, I, I'm developing this problem with the salary cap because, to me, you you are in a league to win. You're in a league that's meant to – you're trying to be Super Bowl champions. You're, you're trying to be the best. And then the league is telling you, well, you can try to be the best, but we're going to hold you back so that people who aren't necessarily trying to be their best can keep up with you. Well, in fairness, if the Rams were still in St. Louis, it wouldn't matter how much money they had. So that makes it a problem for a lot of teams in the league. I mean, I, you you wouldn't see a lot of these free agents wanting to go to St. Louis and play in St. Louis. L.A. is going to draw them in. And so, you know, for teams like, you know, Cleveland, I mean, 
I've been to Cleveland. It's not a real, in my opinion, a great place to live. Uh, I know you live in Ohio. You probably disagree with me, but you know I've lived in some pretty cool places. So, uh, but then you got you know like uh, Minnesota. Okay, I, I lived in Minnesota for a while. That's not. I mean, it's a nice area, but it's not not L.A. It's not sun and beach and bikinis and that kind of stuff. So. I think the salary cap helps keep those teams in check with the rest of the league. I, I, you know, if you have a choice of being paid a lot of money to go to LA or less money to go to Minnesota, where are you going to go? You're going to go to LA. So I just don't, I don't know. I think the salary cap's there for a reason, but I also think that it, it limits the teams a lot as well. And it's kind of a catch 22. Well, you limits the teams to the point where, it's holding back excellence in my view. I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit and I'll say, hey, there should, I'm not sure there shouldn't be a salary cap, but why not something like what the NBA does where there's a luxury tax? If you want to go out there and pay the money, fine. You pay the money, you go buy the, but when you go over the cap, you're going to pay a luxury tax. I mean, give franchises more freedom to go for it. And in the end, they'll have to pay for it twice over. I just don't like the fact that you're limiting you're limiting the ceiling on teams. I know it also forces creativity with the draft and so on and so forth. But part of me misses the ability for teams to be, to be dynasties. And part of me, of course, doesn't. But that's, I guess that's for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. I understand what you're saying. All right. So I, I, that sound you're hearing is almost Norm snoring. It's getting late for him. You know, it's, it's, it's about four hours past his bedtime. So I think it's time for us to roll out, out of here. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TalkRams and on Facebook. Um, at Facebook, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Rams Talk. Remember that horrifyingly bad algorithm that's attached to Facebook right now. So check out our group too as well, Rams Talk Room. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at DC Apollo. You can find Norm on Twitter at Norm Hightower. Don't forget us, please, on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Android, Google Play, Player FM, IEB Radio, all that. And one last thing, folks. We we had several different hot takes tonight. Please engage us. Email us. Tweet at us. Comment on Facebook. We love to engage with you. We are more than happy to talk football with you. We're not football snobs. You can, if you know what Norm looks like, you can tell he's not a football snob. Okay, <laughs> all right. I got back to promise you that we we are more than willing to engage in conversation about anything we cover. So please uh, check us out. All right, for Norm Hightower, Derek C. Apollo. Later. Adios. Drama. Where else does history hang from the Raptors? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rival. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Hurry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history? Still in the making. Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA. Only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV.
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Annie had an earache on a Saturday of all days. So her mom brought her to Minute Clinic at CVS, where you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials like pain relief products, all in one visit. Even on evenings and weekends, you can even see us online with telehealth options. For quality, affordable care on your schedule, visit Minute Clinic at CVS. That's healthier made easier. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details.